Air now has two premier cannabis dispensaries in the greater Boston area. Airback Bay is conveniently located in the heart of Boston at 827 Boylston Street across from the Prudential Center, serving adult-use customers. Or check out Air Watertown, located near Watertown Square at 48 North Beacon Street, serving medical patients and adult-use customers. Our team is eager to help you choose from a wide assortment of premium cannabis products. Join us in the air, spelled A-Y-R, in Back Bay, Watertown, or online. Please consume responsibly. This product may cause impairment and may be habit forming. There may be health risks associated with consumption of this product. This product has not been analyzed or approved by the Food and Drug Administration. There is limited information on the side effects of using this product, and there may be associated health risks. Marijuana use during pregnancy and breastfeeding may pose potential harms. It is against the law to drive or operate machinery when under the influence of this product. Keep this product away from children. There may be health risks associated with consumption of this product. Marijuana can impair concentration, coordination, and judgment. The impairment effects of edible marijuana may be delayed by two hours or more. In case of accidental ingestion, contact Poison Control Hotline at 1-800-222-1222 or 911. This product may be illegal outside of Massachusetts. Massachusetts State License Number MR283946, MR283886, Watertown Medical License Number RMD325. B-Pod Studios. It's Boston's most listened to afternoon radio program. Vulgar mm. and Mass. You need a little bit of fat in there for flavor. Presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. On 98.5, the Sports Hub. One week ago, you talked about um, yeah, I mean, again, he, he learns every day, uh, whether it's practice or meetings or game experiences. Um, so, yeah, it's, you know, he's a pretty, you know, he has pretty good instincts, but again, there's a lot for him to learn. And, you know, he saw some things today that, um, you know, he learned from and, um, you know, he was able to take advantage and make a couple plays. Um, you know, we had the opportunity. So it was, again, solid performance, you know, not turning the ball over, I mean, other than the strip sack, but, you know, in terms of throwing the ball and not turning the ball over, is a, is a good thing. Bill Belichick and his post game on Sunday on Bailey Zappi. And we play that because some people felt Bill Belichick was lukewarm in his assessment of his young quarterback, Mass. And you know who one of those people happened to be? <laughs> um, Greg Bedard? The big boy himself, Greg Bedard, thought Bill Belichick was lukewarm in his assessment of Bailey Zappi there. And why would that be, Greg? Why would his assessment be lukewarm of Bailey Zappi? Because he had as many uh, bad plays or minus plays as good plays. I had him right down the middle, 50-50. And, Is you it know, because his performance was lukewarm? I, I do think so. I, I Obviously, it has something to do with... Um, downplaying, not putting any gas on the fire of a quarterback controversy or anything like that. That's probably why most of his comments uh, were made that way. But, um, you know, I do think that, you know, Zappi was the same as last week. I I mean, I I agree with Bill. I thought that Zappi was solid in this game. He did exactly what they needed to. I thought he was... He was certainly better and didn't have... He had a few potentially catastrophic plays against the Lions that he didn't have in this game, even though I, I do think he had a couple turnover-worthy plays, and I do think that he bears a little bit of responsibility for the strip sack. I thought he was a little too lax uh, getting getting back and getting into the, uh, into the throw. Um, but I thought he was this was a good, solid performance, the type you're exactly looking for from your backup quarterback. The key word being backup quarterback. Yes. Mm. So he is in no way challenging Mac Jones in your mind. 
at this juncture? Based on his level of play alone, based on what the film is showing you, Greg. Right. Based on what the film has shown, and this this goes over the balance of Mac's career as well, all of his starts, all the film we saw last year, and, and the film that we saw to start this year, which wasn't great. Um, I, I think Mac Jones is clearly the starter of this team. He's clear. He he's he has a he has a better arm. He has a better understanding of uh, the offense um, for sure. And uh, I he's been he's the leader of this team. Has been you know since last year. He was made a captain. Off season workouts, all that stuff. And it's way too early to uh, think about pulling the plug on any of that. Why? Because I think he gives you the best chance to win, and really, this is about this isn't about the Lions and the Browns of the world. Okay, this is about the Buffaloes and the Kansas Cities of the world. And to me, at the end of the day, to if you have the idea of competing in those games against those teams, Mac Jones gives you a better chance of victory against the better teams in this league. So you're not buying the Bailey Zappi hype? Uh, I am not. I think he has been a really good story. He's done a really good job. But to me, the uh, the bigger factor in these two victories have been, A, the opponents who, look, I'm just going on the facts uh, that, that I see on film and also backed up by advanced analytics that these were by far the two worst, uh, two worst defenses in the league. And I, I think that the defense was a bigger factor in both of these games. That, uh, you know, how they completely shut down the, the Lions. And I'm sure that's something that we we'll would talk about the defense and also how they shut down the Browns offensive line and running game in this game. Those were the biggest factors in the Patriots winning decisively in those those games. I got to tell you, Greg, I don't like your tone. I don't like it one bit. No, so I was just going to ask you, Greg, who's played better this year, Zappy or uh, Jones? Apples to oranges. I, 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 that's I'm, what I'm talking about right there. Apples to oranges. It's a simple question. That's evasive. It's a yes or no question. Uh, or question against much worse um, against what much much worse competition. Zappy has executed a little bit better than Mac Jones. Okay, there we okay. I feel like we got something. Good there. job, Greg. Got a boy. All right. See, it's not that hard. So gotta, that's Zappy greater than feels like Mac that Jones. to me. Yep. Yeah, that's how that feels. Bedard colon Zappy has outplayed Jones. <laughs> <laughs> what are people overrating about Zappy the most, or this whole situation the most? What are we missing? Uh, I would say the... Uh, you think the gap is big. I don't think the gap feels that big between the two. It's, well, it's not It's not in terms of, look, these are two quarterbacks who are in the same bucket when you look at quarterback talent around this league. Thank They're you. both in the ball distributor, game manager... Bucket. Bucket. And so you're talking about different shades of gray, really, where it goes to like your discussion that you've had before. Do you have? Can you win with this type of guy in today's NFL? I think that's unproven. And so, if if you if you're talking about being in that bucket, if the Patriots are going to live in that bucket, then is there even a ceiling on Mac Jones? Can you win big with that type of quarterback? I think that you can. I think with a good enough team in all facets, you can. Uh, but. I don't. I think that Mac Jones is a quarterback you can win with, with everything right around him. I think that Zappy has a uh, a much lower ceiling in terms of winning uh, with that type of team. Okay. See, I, I don't know if I'd call it a bucket. I'd call it a tier. Ah, one more question. What are his limitations? Bailey Zappy. 
His limitations are his height and his arm strength. I mean, it was it looked better in this game. He had a couple of plays, and if if you if you are on the Zappy train, like uh, Murray and Murray Senior, and have the fever, and you want to rip out a play, look at it on film, and get all hot and bothered. Yep. It's the crossing route to Tyquan Thornton in the end zone for the time. No, 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 oh, not, oh. that was good. There was a better one. Uh, Later in the game, on Twitter, where he stepped up in the pocket. Correct. Yeah, Uh, that was all. That that play was good. He moved, manipulated the pocket, sidestep a couple rushers, and then threw one with pretty good heat on a crossing route that was perfectly on the money with anticipation. You look at that and you say that's high level NFL quarterbacking. Mm -hmm. And but the the problem is how many times can he do that? And again, he's he's stepping up into the pocket there. He had to. I mean, it was good pocket manipulation. He d- never sees the rush, which is good. A lot of young quarterbacks, uh, and this is this would be part of his college evaluation, that you would look at guys and see, all right, all of a sudden they're, they're looking at the rush instead of down the field. Zappi never takes his eyes off down the field. That's not insignificant for a player with his inexperience. Um, but if you look at a vast majority of his throws in these two games, he has been under very little pressure in these games. I mean, there are some plays where he could be on a recliner back there. And Mac Jones, he has been under pressure on average in his two starts. I think I think I had it for about 23% of the time. Mac Jones was under pressure 33% of the time, let alone where it was early on in his career, which is I think it was 35% of the time. It's a, it's a different game when that happens. And going up against two bad defenses, the worst in the NFL – you know, that's what you get. Bailey Zappi and Mac Jones are both, and we had this discussion about Mac Jones, remember, where I questioned if he doesn't if he doesn't have the ability to step in his throw, how good is his arm strength? Zappi's even worse if he can't step into his throw. And that's where it gets exposed. You know, Cooper Rush was a great story in Dallas when things were going really well. All of a sudden, he goes up against an Eagles defense, which was fast and getting him off platform and all that, and he looked like a backup, and no one's talking about benching Dak, Dak Prescott anymore. Right, but you recognize that Mac Jones is not Dak Prescott. Oh, for sure. What am I, an idiot? Right. So, but this, <laughs> is, no, no. But this, this is sort of the point: is that the difference? That's here why in, there's a value. That's why there's a valid discussion around here, and it's not completely invented by you guys. Okay, good. good. Well, there you go. That's a step up for us. It yeah. is. It's huge. It's just kind of invented. No, that's the opening we need. No, that's right there. <laughs> uh, the door is ajar to legitimacy. Oh, yeah. We can get the big boys with that opening. How do you think it plays out this week, Greg? How do you think it plays out going forward? I mean, it all depends on what Mac looks like in practice. And do you think he was like cleared that? last week or he was just flat out not cleared? And if so, why do he make the trip? And again, like that, now this is not a football thing. This is a, you know. I, I have no information on this. I, I I will say that it's my belief, just from you know knowing some of the particulars in this. I think that I don't think he was ever cleared. I mean, they you know they needed to see it in practice, and what I saw in video that the strength is not there in the ankle. wasn't last week. Could be better this week. He's gotten better every week. Uh, and and if I had to guess, I think Mac was pushing to go on the trip, saying like I'm sick of not being around my team. I need to be around my team. I need people to see me that, you know, I'm the leader. And some of his teammates might have been pushing him to be like, hey, Mac, make sure you're there. Like, don't let don't let Bill and Joe Judge particularly and Matt Patricia uh, out of sight, out of mind type of thing. Oh, I like that. I like that. Still your team, Mac.
Don't let go of the team. I don't. think it's clearly his team. I think that uh, people discount how many fans Mac Jones has on that team and how many people on that team were on t- are on team Mac when it turn in terms of where the offense was going, what they were doing in the offseason and in training camp. And I think largely the way things have played out this season complete it actually validates all of those things that those people and some of us had in the offseason because of the way the offense has gone. I mean, the big look, here's the biggest thing that you need to know about why Bailey Zappi is working and Mac Jones isn't. They have called play action passes on is it 32 a uh, lot more. Yeah, a lot 30 31.6% of his throws. It is he averages 15.6 yards per attempt on play action. Without play action, Bailey Zappi averages 5.6 yards per attempt. That is decidedly average, if not below, in the NFL. With Mac Jones, they called play action 10% of the time. And that's it's it's part of Mac's game. Now, will I say that Zappi is probably a better play faker and maybe Mac Jones needs to learn a little, a little bit something from that? Yeah, I do. But that's that has to be coached up. Okay, you think the locker room is behind Mac Jones? I mean, look, I'm not going to definitively come out and say that. I just think that people are discounting that. Portions of the locker room. I would say large portions. I mean, you know, who's who's on Team Zappy? Cole Strange, Tyquan Thornton, Richard Murray. Murray. Richard Murray. Yes. The, good, the yeah. good players. I bet it's the bad players that are on. <laughs> Nelson Aguilar, Bourne, uh, who's hurt and might get traded. John U. Smith. Yeah. Okay. Isaiah Wynn. Those are some opening thoughts. <laughs> We're just scratching the surface of this with the big boy. Your calls at 617-779-0985. Coming away right after these. There are many moments that make home sweet home. So when it's your time to find a home, get started at wellsfargo.com slash your time. Wells Fargo Home Mortgage is a division of Wells Fargo Bank. N.A. NMLSR ID 399801. Equal housing lender. I'm just sort of painting a picture. Um, be do, be do, be do. Felger. I love the guy. Mass. They take him in the back room. Um, be do, be do, the sports hub. Zappy with a play fake and a deep drop. Throws it near side, wide open. Henry at the 15, to the 10, to the 5. Waltzing into the end zone. Touchdown, Patriots. I need four out, Bill, because <laughs> I'm starting to get the fever again. Poise on third and inches. And he just floats it out to a wide-open Hunter Henry. Just Bailey Zappi for another touchdown pass on the road. Man, can't ask, can't ask anything more out of this kid and what he's given you since taking over in Green Bay. Okay, Greg Bedard, Boston Sports Journal, does not and is not running a fever. Not only that, you don't think Zappi should be the starter this year. You don't think he's an NFL starter, period. I don't. I, I think that he's, you know, limited by um, his size and also his arm strength. I mean, it looks fine. He's He's been able to um, step into a vast majority of his throws. Sometimes he has, you know, all day a, a runway to step into his throws, and I think it's made his arm a little bit better. Every if you have really good protection and you have a really good running game and you know you're set up well and and look you know you have to factor in the defenses into this you have to um a lot of backup quarterbacks can look really effective and be like you know have people dreaming of oh could he be the guy like Cooper Rush in Dallas but what separates 
backup players from good starters in this league, and that's really the only thing that I'm after. If you're not if you're not a good starter, or if I don't think you're capable of being a good starter, somebody that you can win a Super Bowl with, I don't really care. I mean, I put you in the can't play category because what are we doing here? Uh, you know, once you get pressured a lot. Once you get sped up, I do think for the first time we saw Zappi get sped up a little bit after the strip sack. That drive after that was not great. Even if, like the throw that was to Parker out of bounds there, that was way out of bounds, I did not give him a minus on that play. I thought he was he was under pressure. All the receivers were covered. That I was fine with him throwing it out of bounds and not giving Devontae Parker a chance there. But you know, once once you start getting under a lot of pressure, once you have to start making a lot of throws off of platform, once you start seeing one of the biggest things for me on film, watching Zappy and the Patriots in these two games, the Lions and the Browns very rarely change things pre-snap, post-snap for the quarterback. I mean, it was, I'm telling you, and I'm not, I'm trying to take myself, my, my own opinion out of it as much as possible. But in terms of, when when I watch teams on film, I'm looking for, oh, they fooled him there. They he thought he was going to get man coverage, and all of a sudden they morphed into this really cool Tampa two coverage that nobody saw coming and tricked the court like the Patriots. I, I like the Patriots do against like they did against Jared Goff, like they did against jo- Jacoby Brissett, putting that you know allowing them to second guess themselves and and that time that's the whole genius of what the patriots do against these middling quarterbacks is that they put doubt into their mind and make them uh hold the ball a little bit longer and then all of a sudden the coverage gets there and that's how they get turnovers and things like that i mean you know like the opening play jacoby brissett i mean that play that ball should have been thrown 10 minutes earlier and it should have been a huge gain but because Jacoby Brissett sucks, like he just he he waited. D- Dietrich Wise did make him hold on to the ball a little bit longer, try to make a better throw. But you know that you know that's a play that um you know that it, that's just not going to happen with the Patriots. Okay, so you said it's about games like the Bills and Chiefs, and Mac Jones gives you a better chance of winning games like that. Yeah. Okay, and again, I'm I'm, I'm you know I I respect your opinion. I'm not. Yep. But my question would be, how has, objectively, how has Jones played in those games to this point in his career? I think really well. I mean, according to my grading, I mean, I'm not, I, I take the team out of it. I don't care what the score is. I look at the individual play. And when, when I went back and looked at last year, and I, and I put all these quarterbacks on the same chart in terms of, you know, how did I grade them? Plus plays, minus plays, just to give me a baseline. And also, how much pressure were they under? Um, you know, last so so Zappy starts these two starts. They basically fall in terms of migrating into the middle of the pack on Mac Jones's start. It starts. Dude, you mean starts from his career? Um, I'm just looking for where so, I have. So Mac this. Jones has 20 starts. You said this would be right in the middle of those 20 starts. Yeah, and so you know, going back to last year, uh, among the opponents Jones had a better grade against Dallas last year. Okay, Dallas's defense was terrible last year, though. They were by the end of the season with Dan Quinn. They yeah. were pretty good. Well, early in the year, yeah, maybe I don't know. I mean, you, you, I, I'm, I'm just telling you what I saw on film. Go you ahead. can talk about the context. Okay. Go ahead. Both Miami games, that defense was dynamite last year. You know, I don't know about their offense, but that defense. Both Miami games, Tampa, tremendous defense, huge game here. The Buffalo playoff game, I thought Mac played excellent. 
and Baltimore this season. Mac Jones. So this was to me, this was not the best quarterback game for the Patriots this season. Mac against Baltimore, even with the he had a lot of really good. I think I had eleven plus plays in that game. I mean, he had a lot of really good plays in that game. Okay, let me take a few calls here before we get to three up, three down. Mike and Nashville, lead us off. Yeah, so I'm no expert. I mean, I mostly agree with Greg, but what struck me, it feels like the same guy. Like Zappy's a shorter version of Mac Jones. He's accurate, but he doesn't have the big arm. So I think Belichick's loving this. He's going to win with running and defense. Is it possible? Is it? Does Zappy see the field better? Uh, does Zappy see the field no. well? Does he, et cetera? Oh, I mean, he does see it well. I would say a vast majority of his uh, of his plays have been, first of all, they've been clearly defined before the play. They give him motion, which gives you a coverage indicator. And also, uh, you know, since these opponents, and they probably knew this going in, look, you're not going to get fooled by anything. Like, don't be on a lookout. You, maybe once in a while. There's a, Every defense has a few designer plays in their back pocket. And the Patriots, I'm sure, were on top of those. But I, I'm guessing that they went into this game and told Bailey, Look, what you see before the snap is what you're going to get after it. So have confidence. Have confidence. Be decisive in your read before the snap. We'll give you a, a motion to give you a coverage indicator, whether it's man or zone. Uh, a lot of it's been, I would say, it's been 80, 85% man in these two games, which makes it easier. And a lot of his plays have been on the first read or at least half reads. You know, we pointed out, um, I, I think it was last week, he had a play, uh, Hunter Henry, yeah, to the right side, where. He was looking to his left side, came around, found him. That was his best play in that game. Uh, the Tyquan Thornton touchdown. Wanted Jacoby Myers on the rub route, didn't love it, came back, knew he was going to have Thornton, was decisive, put the ball on time with anticipation because Thornton hadn't presented himself open yet. So, so that's a good job throwing with anticipation. But um, to me, watching these two guys on film, Mac Jones is clearly the most advanced guy. That being said... You know, I only have two games worth of data with Zappi, and could he get a lot better? Certainly. I mean, he he, he has the aptitude for it, for sure. Brian and Holbrook, what do you got? Yeah, hey, guys, just to play devil's advocate, you know, my heart's not super set on Zappi or Mac Jones, but the play calling for Zappi has been a lot better. Why, you're a running team, you're not going to do play action when Mac Jones is playing? You know, the tight ends need to get involved. What helps get the tight ends involved? Play action. Okay, so I'm going to stop you there. Why are the tight ends involved now with Bailey Zappi and they weren't with Mac Jones? To was me, it, it was the offense. I were mean, they I, running all that three-receiver stuff? So, Well, yeah, I mean, and and look, guess who hasn't been on the field very much the last couple of weeks? We had a call yesterday, Big Boy uh, Humphrey. Yes. This is what the caller called him. <laughs> Big Boy Humphrey. Ah, LJ Humphrey. All of a sudden, huh, wouldn't you know? You know, not playing very much you, you can you can run the ball without a blocking wide receiver but you would say that mac jones if he's feeling frustrated you would get it you know here comes bailey zappy all of a sudden the competition gets much easier yep. the, the protection gets much better the play action plays are back in the passing game pre-snap motion is back in the pat like everything that mac jones wasn't getting bailey zappy's getting yeah basically everything that mac jones wanted and wanted to be consistent and like, hey, let's just build. Instead of wasting all this time in the outside zone running scheme and, and boot action game, which has largely been shelved and has been terrible this season, hey, why don't we protect? Why don't we, uh, why don't we worry about our red zone offense and our play action offense? Stuff that actually is my bread and butter that, hey, now in a second year with me and these guys who are here for a second year, you know, 
let's let's develop that. Let's not waste time on this stuff. I think absolutely. If I'm Mac Jones, look, he was he was not happy in the off season. I would be also unhappy with this. Be like, so now you're running what I wanted to run, and I'm wrong. I'm the baby. No, this is what this is what the offense should have been. This was the criticism in the off season that. Why are they doing this? Why are they going? Why are they trying to do something different? Why are they basically running Bruce Arians' chuck and duck passing, deep passing offense and getting their quarterbacks? Guess what? Guess why Brady didn't want to run Bruce Arians' offense anymore in Tampa? Because he got killed doing it. Everybody gets killed doing it. And, you know, I think Doug Codd just came out on Pro Football Focus with a with a column on this uh, about some of the things. And, and I think Mac Jones like leads the league. Oh, average depth of target, 10.4. Zappies is 6.7. Uh, you know, that they were going, Matt Patricia, to me, came in and Bill, um, Bill had something to do with this, came into this year saying, all right, they had a rookie quarterback. They were sixth in points. They were third in combined uh, big play percentage in terms of runs and passes. They were, you know, whatever in yards. We need to one-up it. How are we going to do that? We're going to be aggressive down the field. You know, we're going to take one-on-one shots. We're going to do that without stopping and asking themselves, which is why the Patriots have become great. Does that put our players, especially the quarterback, in position to succeed? Okay, three up, three down with Bedard and your calls coming up after the update. There are some things employees love hearing. Congrats. Nice presentation. Enjoy your vacation, Jack. Hey, there's food in the kitchen. Here's something else they'll love. At Harvard Pilgrim Healthcare, a Point32 health company, we offer benefits that empower employees to live healthier lives. From virtual care to digital tools that encourage healthy living, we've designed our plans with innovative and inclusive benefits that meet the needs of every workforce, giving people what they truly value. It's how we take healthcare personally. He doesn't ask much of the audience. Okay, but play with me. Except to love him. The worst sign in New England sports is you. Mass. The quiet half of Felger and Mass. <laughs> On 98.5, the sports app. And now, it's time for three up. Touchdown, Patriots! Two big throws on his drive by Mac Jones, your quarterback. What a throw on the skinny. I'll take more of this, please. Three down. Put a jacket on him. He don't want to be out here. Sit him down. With Greg Bedard from bostonsportsjournal.com. Three up. I know you're very results-oriented. I get that. Three down. It's a fail all around. Fail, fail, fail. On Belger and Mass on 98.5, the Sports Hub. All right, here we go. Three up, three down. With Greg Bedard of Boston Sports Journal, presented by Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey. Enjoy the game with a triple distilled, triple cask matured, and triple blended Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey. When it's game time, it's Tully time. Please drink responsibly. Who's your number one star for this game, Greg? Dietrich Wise. He was tremendous in this game. Another high snap count game. I don't know whether it's sustainable or not, but five and a half quarterback pressures. I had him for eight impactful plays. Uh, he was with Matthew Judon getting a lot of attention. And, you know, this is a really good Browns offensive line. For him to be that impactful in this game, uh, he 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 carried the, the, the defense in large parts of this game. I went with the whole defensive line. I included them all. I thought they were Great really game. good. Best game of the year. Mm-hmm. I thought they were the key to the game. Number two. Matthew Judon. He was quiet for a while, but at the end of the day, I mean, you know, I had him for – Six impactful plays, no minus plays, uh, you know, got after the quarterback, did a nice job in the run game, uh, tracked down some plays from behind. 
Uh, I thought, again, he was excellent in this game. By the way, I include Judon on the defensive line. Got it. Uh, Zappy was my number two. Zappy, Zappy, Zappy. Suck on that, Bedard, number three star. Christian Barmore. Boom. Shame he got hurt in this game. Uh, he was on his way to his best game of the season, which which is funny because pretty much in week six is when he busted out uh, last year. Um I thought he, I thought he was excellent in this game and, and was a lot more active up front. Did a really nice job. He was big on the fourth down stop. He was really a lot better in the run in this game, and uh, that was big. I went Adrian Phillips. I thought about Duggar, but he blew that one coverage on Njoku. So I went with, uh, I went with Adrian Phillips. I thought he was good. Okay, three duds, hard, hard list. Well, one's easy, but. Two yeah. and three, not so, not so much. Go ahead. At BSJ, yeah. I do five up and five down, and yeah. I couldn't come up with five down. I had to go with four down. And uh, so, um, Marcus, uh, Isaiah Wynn, uh, <laughs> excuse me, Isaiah Wynn, two and a half, uh, two and a half pressures, six minus plays. He just hasn't. He this hasn't been like, good. This is now sp- three down is sponsored by Isaiah Wynn. It is, yeah, it's sponsored by Isaiah Wynn. It's not really two down because one's automatic, it's, right? We should. Like, no, we should charge him. Sorry, I keep cutting you off. There's like an automatic bid. It's like he gets a buy. He's, so, uh, he's automatically in. Can I give you that stat now that I gave you yesterday yeah. and Isaiah Wynn? Pro football focus grades the players, you know, zero to 100, like a test in school. You know what Isaiah Wynn's grade was for the week? Five. What? Really? He got a five. Isaiah Wynn got a five on a scale of zero to 100. In college, I once got a 29 on a test. Okay, once. And I, it makes me feel like a genius compared to Isaiah Wynn this week. <laughs> Number two. Uh, Marcus Cannon. Uh, I didn't think he was a whole lot better uh, when he played for Wynn. And my my worry about Cannon, fine in the running game. He gives you more in the running game. He's you know he's pretty good. He's very smart as far as adjusting to uh, you know double teams and getting to the second level and also picking up late rushers. Where I have my questions about him, especially when we're talking about Buffalo and Von Miller, does he have the foot speed to get back in his pass set enough, or is that going to be an issue against the better edge rushers in the league? We, you know, we'll see. I had, I'm not saying he doesn't have it, and and plus he's he's rounding he, he he's rounding in the form. I mean, he's been off for a long time. He's going to get better and, and and more physical. I just have a question about that right now. Trent Brown. I didn't think either tackle was good in this game. And granted, a lot of that has to do with Miles Garrett, who's an absolute freaking force, but Brown wasn't great either in this game. Third dud, please. Trent Brown. I mean, when have you ever seen – I mean, tip your cap to Miles Garrett because no Jadavion Clowney. When have you ever seen an edge rusher against the Patriots who they knew they're like, basically, we need to stop them. Bill talked about it in the postgame show. Uh they knew they had to stop Miles Garrett in this game, and they couldn't. So, to me, that's a huge feather in the cap of Miles Garrett. We've seen guy JJ Watt, Khalil Mack, like all these guys, just be total non-factors. And if it wasn't for Miles Garrett, this would have been like last year, forty-five to seven. I went Ramondre Stevenson. Yeah, he and wasn't good in this game. Yeah, bad and, vision. And again, I thought. Now look again. I thought the Browns did a pretty good job uh, defending the run, yeah. and he did have the one long run. But I've seen him run so much better. This was his worst game of the season. And there was a little dump-off pass in the middle to him that went right through his hands. Like, he just felt kind of checked out to me in this game. Sorry, Greg, thoughts on the defense overall for the Patriots? So here's where I am with the defense. First of all, I am taking the competition into consideration a lot. So I'm not 
you know, going to go pants off about the defense right now. But uh, in terms of what I see on film, and basically I'm going to be, until we get to the Colts, Vikings, I'm going to be exactly where I was last year, which is, okay, this is nice, but you haven't proven anything to me. I'm not, I'm not, there's nothing on film in this stretch of games, and I haven't seen the Jets game. I might change my tune when I see the Jets on film. I might say, oh, there's something here. But there, this upcoming slate of games, there's nothing that the Patriots can do on the field to make me say that, uh, to make me come off my prediction of around 500. I had them 8-9 and nine before the season. Um, that being said, looking at the defense on film, the way they cover, the way they cover in the back end is extremely impressive. I think this is the best coverage. And again, I'm, I'm not declaring it absolute because of the quarterbacks are going against some of the receivers and also the, the offensive coordinator play callers. I mean, Stefanski's an idiot. I mean, what do you do? I mean, you have the best running game in the league. You come out shotgun empty. You're going to rely on Jacoby Brissett. I know you came in and say, all right, well, Bill's going to stack against the run. Still the Browns ran on the Patriots last year and they just needed to be better defensively in this game. Anyways, the way they cover, with some of their pieces, and they didn't even have Jonathan Jones this week. It just makes me think for now, they might have a little bit something for the Bills of the world and the Dolphins the second time around by the end of the season when some of these younger guys, and I put Jack Jones specifically, holy cow, can that kid cover? He's always there. He would be annoying as hell to have in coverage. He's always there. Now, Marcus Jones, let's wait on that. He's got... A lot to prove. But Jonathan Jones, Jack Jones, Jalen Mills, I can take it or leave it. Miles Bryant had a good game this game. Blows. He, it depends gave on matchup. Gave up a touchdown. Yeah. That's a pretty ridiculous pretty, play. Pretty good catch. I didn't give him a minus play on that. Yeah. I mean, it was just, it was it was ridiculous. Um, they might have some things for these teams. But my larger questions in a, for this team haven't really changed defensively. Will they have enough pass rush at the end of the season? They're getting it with Dietrich Wise now, but he ain't going to be able to play 85% of the snaps, the 17 games plus playoffs. There's no way in hell. Do they get anybody else? What's going on at linebacker? All right, Jelani Tavai and Juwan Bentley are fine against when you're only worried about the running game and not worried about the quarterbacks. You know, what happens when you go up against the same questions I had last year? What happens when you go up against these teams where you, you can't, be aggressive one way or the other against this offense. Is will the linebacker play be good enough? Will they be good enough in coverage? Uh you know, will the will the pass rush be good enough to allow the coverage to be effective? But I really like what I've seen out of the coverage. It's the other questions that need to be answered. Okay, back to your calls with the big boy long commercial free segment next. There are some things employees love hearing. Congrats. Nice presentation. Enjoy your vacation, Jack. Hey, there's food in the kitchen. Here's something else they'll love. At Harvard Pilgrim Healthcare, a Point32 health company, we offer benefits that empower employees to live healthier lives. From virtual care to digital tools that encourage healthy living, we've designed our plans with innovative and inclusive benefits that meet the needs of every workforce, giving people what they truly value. It's how we take healthcare personally. Afternoon radio show in Boston. I don't want to know what this means. Felger and Mass. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I do know what you're talking about. I don't even know what I'm talking about. Like, what? I, I don't the, know what that is. 95, the sports hub.
teams double down on mistakes all the time in our league, and it's frustrating to watch, and you see it happening. Bill Belichick is just going to go by what he sees. <laughs> I mean, and, and, and so if Bill feels like that player gives them the best chance to win, that's who's going to play. But back to your point with, with Bailey Zappi, there could be no better place to be undrafted or a late-round pick, prove your worth, and there will be no politics or whatever relative to you getting on the field. He's going to play. And, and we used to, we said all the time, we're selfish. We want to win. And your locker room is empowered when that happens. Conversely, when the, those players in the locker room feel like you're playing someone that isn't necessarily the best or they haven't seen that relative to someone else on the roster, maybe because you were drafted higher, it, it, the opposite can, uh, can take place. that cut line. Yeah, I just think it's an important like I hadn't considered it in the negative, which is you know, it empowers you in your locker room to have the right guy playing. It also does the opposite if you don't have the right guy playing. In other words, if the team is winning and they're behind Zappi, I'm just giving that as an example. I'm not telling you that's the case. And then you send him back to the bench and the guys on the team are looking at it going what did he do wrong exactly? And he's as good as the other guy if that's what happens. Bill loses the room in the process. Conversely, as Greg mentioned earlier, if Mac Jones has a lot of support in the locker room from much of the locker room, most of the locker room, I don't know how you want to quantify that, then Bill, does Bill factor that in? Uh, Yeah, I think so. Most of the players believe in. Yeah, but I think at the end of the day, Bill, the deciding factor for him is, you know, which team gives us the best which which player gives us the best chance to win? And, you know, he factors in opponent, what he sees on film. I mean, when Bill watches film, he's he's saying, you know, he's looking for, all right, was that a really good play by Zappi or was that terrible defense or, you know, good design, which Patricia did have some nice, uh, nicely designed plays in this game. I will uh, tip my cap to him, um, you know, with that. And But, you know, it's, it, it's different than, say, you know, Bledsoe Brady. You know, because, you know, we talked about buckets before in terms of, you know, quarterback talent. And, uh, you know, Drew Bledsoe was a big-armed, throw-the-ball-down-the-field type of guy. Took a lot of risks, things like that. Where Bill probably looked at it and said, you know, what kind of team are we? I think we got a pretty damn good defense. Like, we, the, the most important thing for us is taking care of the ball, um, distributing the ball and you know staying out of the way of our defense and this is the way this is the way we need to play to win whereas you know when, when it comes to Mac Jones and Bailey Zappi it's it's not as stark a contrast in terms of because they're the similar players it's just now you're looking at well I, I think Bill looks at it and says okay yeah Bailey has played well Mac would have done the same thing in these games, if not better. I mean, look at last year. They played Cleveland last year. Now, look, it's not a complete comparison, but Clowney played in that game. Denzel Ward played in that game. Mac Wilson was on the other side. Anthony Walker, who's their best linebacker, who's out for the season, played in that game. It was 45-7. to was over at halftime. And let's also keep in mind, I forgot to mention this earlier, this was a 10-6 game at halftime. The Browns were a made extra point away from making it 
a one-score game in the fourth quarter. It, the score only looks like it does because they got two turnovers and had like an they, eight-yard drive and a 19-yard drive. They dropped a punt, and Jacoby Brissett gave it over in those last two drives. It, it, you know, so let's you got to put the score in context. I mean, it's similar to it's very similar to the Titans game last year where I didn't give the pay. I I got killed because after the Titans game and they ended up winning. What did they win that game? It doesn't it was, matter by a lot. Uh, Thirty yeah, by a lot. I just there's it. no need to. But anyways. The, the Titans had a chance. They were on the doorstep of making it a one-score game in the fourth quarter. You know, and then the, the score got sideways because some things happened at the end of the game. But for the balance of the game, I mean, the Patriots didn't uh, – yeah, they had control of the game the entire time. Bailey Zappi's never trailed in two starts. Mac Jones has trailed 26 minutes in each of the losses. You know, so it's different. But I, I just think that, uh, you know, when, when you when you look at it, you gotta be, you gotta put in context, and I'm not being a hater. These are just facts. Ten six at halftime, almost away. They kicked the extra point. It's an eight point game with six minutes left, and now Zappy's got to make a play. There's a little bit more pressure. I, I'm sure he would have come through against this defense, but it, it, it was it was not the blowout that it looked like. Okay, I promise your phones. Do it, Tony and Sonam. Go. Hey, how you doing? Listen, did, did um, you guys say the same thing about Drew Brees? And um, uh, when he started out, he smiled than uh, the, this guy. And then the other guy, that, that I can't Same think size. of his name now, that uh, Wilson, he smiled than, this, than uh, Zappi. Okay, Drew Brees, Russell Wilson. Bailey Zappi doesn't have a chance to be one of those guys, and we're talking about the old Russell Wilson. First of all, let's also put it in context. Uh, Drew Brees' first team didn't even believe in him. I mean, he got replaced by Philip okay, Rivers. But they were you know, uh, they're, they're all the same. Russell Wilson's a little shorter. I think he's 5'11". Uh, Drew Brees has, uh, has, a, little bit, has a better arm than, than Zappi. Russell Wilson is a completely different animal. I mean, especially when he was younger. Don't look at the guy now. But when he was younger, the athletic ability, the arm, he has a ridiculous arm. You don't think Zappi can be one of these undersized guys that no. finds a way? No. They, off platform, and we haven't seen it yet on film, and maybe he proves us wrong. But under duress, he hasn't been under duress at all in these games. Anthony A. in Connecticut. Go ahead, Anthony. You're a doubter. Hey, yeah, Bedard, I got a, I got a problem a little bit because, you know, I'm not a Bailey Zappy bozo, but you've had Mac Jones twice this year on your three down. And? In, in three of the games he's played. And I feel like you had him last year a lot. So you, you seem to be kind of infatuated with Mac Jones, but you kind of he hasn't played that good like I, I i don't know yeah how can the gap be so big when you've been down on mac jones first of all the uh the opponents were much better in max start especially in terms of what they do in terms of pressure packages coverage packages it's a much higher degree of difficulty and i put uh at least half if not more of the blame of mac jones's struggles in those games on the coaching on the approach and so you're telling me that Mac Jones, after having a great offseason, as Bill told us, tremendous offseason, nobody works harder. He's made a lot of improvement. He's worse this year just because he's he's just he's a worse player. It's 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 in a vacuum. But I'm sorry, yeah, yeah I'm I'm honest. You say I'm infatuated. Mac Jones just told you, I had you just said I had him in my downs, but that doesn't mean he's a bad player. 
played bad in those games. I had Brady down at times, too. But you think most of Jones' struggles were circumstances around him? Coaching, the direction of the offense? Context and circumstances around him. Okay, more your calls, I promise, after Murray's 90-second update, no commercial. This Sports Hub On Demand content is sponsored by Coors Light. Chill on with game day greats when you grab an ice-cold Coors Light and watch the football game this week at Hooters in Dedham, Saugus, Shrewsbury, or West Springfield. Hooters makes you happy this football season. Chill on. 